was the sense that Windsor was the worst place to live if you're a woman. I want us to change the narrative to say Windsor is the Essex is the best place if you're a woman to live, to start a business, to grow a business, uh, and to be a leader. Women are 67% less likely to self-promote than men empower women entrepreneurs. Women owned 34% of businesses in Windsor, Essex. Women have to be part of that process. They need to be part of that plan. Women were underrepresented in every single area. We can ensure um, that we can continue to move the dial. Found that they had imposter syndrome. In terms of Rise Windsor, Essex, increasing the number of women entrepreneurs. And that addresses the needs of women entrepreneurs at this time are designed to really celebrate women. Welcome to Made It Happen podcast. I'm your host, Sarah Hafling. Made It Happen is a podcast series highlighting young female founders who took a chance and launched their own business. I've officially teamed up with Rise Windsor Essex to bring you stories of Windsor Essex's very own female entrepreneurs. We're here to celebrate women in the area who have made it happen. Before we jump into today's episode, I want to talk about Build a Dream's Career Discovery Expo. Build a Dream is hosting another digital career discovery expo on Tuesday, November 24th from 6 to 8.30 p.m. Despite the cancellation of in-person events, Build a Dream still felt that it was important for career exploration to continue. Dream Big Career Expos combines some of the best elements of live events and has packaged them into an evening that includes panels with professional women in the industry, employer spotlights, and educational experts so families can learn together from the comfort of their home. The link to register is dreambiggreateressex.eventbrite.ca. See you there! So today I'm speaking with Shelby Pierce, the founder of Lunar & Co., a boutique marketing agency focused on growing brands and raising visibility for women-led businesses. Shelby, thank you so much for joining me here today. Thanks for having me. Yes, of course. So how about we start off with having you just tell us a little bit about yourself and your business. Perfect. Uh, Well, as you just heard, my name is Shelby. Uh, I grew up in a small town called Wellsburg, Ontario, and basically spent the last decade either living in Toronto or the East Coast or traveling the world. I just turned 31, which is very exciting, uh, on October 13th, so pretty recently. Uh, And honestly, I'm a textbook Libra. Uh, I say this all the time, but it basically just means like I'm an eternal optimist, a rational thinker, uh, a proud feminist, and to be honest, a bit of a control freak. But I always like to think about it that I'm a control freak in the best way possible uh, because I like I know what I want and and you know I go for it. I have a background in marketing uh, and was most recently working with a tech startup in Toronto, which I absolutely love. And uh, yeah, I launched my company, Lunar & Co., about two months ago on August 11th. And as Sarah said, uh, introducing it, it's a boutique marketing agency and design company uh, working specifically with women-led businesses. Wow. Yeah. So I guess getting started with that, what was it that made you um, decide to, you know, transfer from the tech industry, our business over to starting your own business? Well, I mean, I think it's something that I've always dreamt of, you know, creating something of my own, a business of my own. Uh, However, I guess the opportunity with Lunar & Co. was a little bit thrust upon me this year when I lost my job uh, this summer due to COVID reasons, I guess. 
I was giving quite a bit of notice. So I use that time to kind of start looking elsewhere for other jobs while also helping my team to transition as well. Uh, and I wasn't really finding anything that I was interested in or that stood out to me. There were definitely jobs out there, but nothing that really aligned with me, like who I am or my personal and professional goals for myself. So one morning I was just sitting around uh, drinking coffee. I was dog sitting for my sister uh, and I was about to jump on a call with my boss at the time and the idea just kind of popped in my head and it just wouldn't go away. You know, I started to do some research and looking into it you know, what would go into it if I decided that I wanted to do this. And it just kind of started to seem like now was really the best time to do it. And so I went for it. Wow. Yeah. I, I love that story. And, you know, going back to how it's, it is a marketing agency, sort of how did you get into this industry to begin with? Yeah, I guess my, um, journey into the marketing industry is probably a little bit different from a lot of people's stories, you know, where you graduate from high school, you go to university, and then, you know, you start working. After I was in high school here in Wallsburg, um, I decided to move to Toronto right after high school. And I started working for a nonprofit uh, company there and began traveling the country and the world with them, um, doing a lot of global outreach talking to kids about social justice and social responsibility. After that time, I came back to Wallsburg for a little bit and tried to like map out what I saw for my future and ended up moving to New Brunswick for a couple of years where I primarily was just serving full time in different restaurants and different restaurants and bars uh, there in St. John, New Brunswick. And throughout that time, I was there for about four years and I really started to consider like my skills and my interests professionally. And I knew that serving was a way to cultivate a lot of the skills that I already had and kind of hone in on those. And, you know, skills like, you know, time management and multitasking and all that kind of stuff while also, you know, taking time to explore some of my interests like writing and photography and that kind of stuff. Um, I ended up deciding at 25 that I wanted to go back to school and basically found that marketing was a fit for that, not only because it included my interests, but it also included those skills that I had worked so hard to cultivate. Uh, while I was in school, I was working full-time at a restaurant downtown Toronto, and it's actually a pretty funny story how I ended up getting my first job out of school. I was serving this table at the restaurant that I worked at, and one of the people that I served was basically just like, oh, well, what do you do when you're not here? And I said, oh, well, I'm actually in school for marketing and, you know, I'm finishing up in a couple of months. And they were like, well, we work for this tech startup and you have to come and work for us. Like we bought everything on this menu because you told us to, you made it sound so good. And I was like, is that every server's dream <laughs> being recognized in a restaurant <sighs> to come and work for a company? And that's what happened. And so I ended up starting to work with that company and that company was into uh, business communication software. Uh, and sooner or later, the company actually pivoted into a lot of, um, you know, blockchain and cryptocurrency technology as well. So I have a lot of experience in that area. Um, and that company also acquired a marketing services company as well. And, you know, within my role as the marketing manager and then, you know, soon to be the marketing director, um, I actually managed the marketing services company as well and all of the clients. So it gave me a lot of experience that I needed and a lot of the push and a lot of the skills that I needed to be able to start Lunar Echo. 
Wow. That's, that's an amazing story. And I love, you know, how you end up getting into that industry out of school. Um, and also that, you know, you were able to use the skills that you had acquired from those other jobs into your new role and, you know, position yourself in the industry that way. And, you know, when you had uh, sort of switched over from working in the industry to now running your own business and being an entrepreneur, what has been the biggest change that you found from this or, you know, maybe something that sort of surprised you from that switch? It's so funny because I mean, so many things have changed, honestly. Um, it's just a different game, but I think it's mostly just starting your own business, like, or running your own business. Like you're just taking on multiple roles all at once. And it just becomes so much more to juggle. You know, all of a sudden you're the CEO, you're the head of marketing, you're the head of design, you're, you know, the head of finance. Like you just, you're just having, having to like trust your own judgment to oversee everything and believing in your experience and your ability to make all of those calls. Mm-hmm, absolutely. There's definitely lots of different hats that have to be worn all at once. Um, and then I also was curious, you know, your agency focuses on female-owned businesses. Um, what was it that really attracted you to that audience and what made you decide to have that niche focus in your company? Right. Yeah. We get asked this question a lot, to be honest, um, only because we are so very female forward that like we do specifically really enjoy working with female led businesses. Um, and I think that it really started like during my initial research and our, our entire branding process, we looked at who specifically our dream client would be. And every single time it was a woman killing the game in our industry. Um, you know, whether it was a woman that was operating her own brick and mortar who wanted to, you know, who imaginally wanted to elevate her brand presence or a woman looking to reinvent and enrich her online creative services to reach a new audience. Basically, we just wanted to work with people who inspire us. And I think, like, I just can't think of anyone more powerful than a woman becoming CEO of her dream company. And we just wanted to be a part of that. Um, I think something that I'm also like really passionate about is just women in business in general. It's always been a passion of mine. And, you know, especially now with COVID, like, I think the stat is within the, within um, only the first two months of COVID, I think it's something like 1.5 million women in Canada faced job loss. And it was the first time since 1986 that over 50% of women had to drop out of the workforce. So, I mean, now is the time where we're going to be seeing, and, you know, it's in times of recession where we see a lot of people start their own businesses and we see a boom in entrepreneurship and you know i just really want to advocate for women that are doing that yeah absolutely i i love that and you know like you said the pandemic definitely has hit women in the workforce um a lot which i love that that's sort of the messaging that you know you're trying to build up those female-owned businesses and like you said a lot of innovative companies have come out through the recessions and Mm -hmm. you know I really wanted to talk a lot about sort of branding with this episode and this is a big part of your business Um, I was just Mm -hmm. wondering you know why is it that having a strong brand presence is so important in today's day and age I mean branding is in my opinion the most important component about your business or about launching your business Um, I say this all the time to people, but 
people don't want to feel like they're dealing with a company anymore. It's not about the company. People inherently want to connect with the people that are behind the brand. Like that's why branding and marketing professional professionals always say that you need to bleed your brand. They need to bleed your brand. Like, because you are your brand or I guess rather your brand should be a reflection of you. Um, most people just think of branding in terms of design to do with like your logos or your typography suite, your color palette, which yes, is the most fun part. And that's the visual part that, you know, you get a lot of recognition for, but it all really starts with your brand strategy. And that's the most important part, you know, figuring out who your target audience is, like who is that dream client for you, you know, also equaling in like what's happening in the world and you also have to include what you're what you personally feel connected to um you know i just think your whole brand has to work together as a whole and everything your business does or says including those visuals and beyond that comes together to create a feeling and experience for your audience and that's what branding is it's a crucial step in creating or growing a business that should never be skipped. Yeah, absolutely. I think you touched on so many great points there. And one that I really wanted to bring up too was, you know, you had said finding that target audience is part of your brand as well. And, you know, we mm -hmm. talked about how your, your company's sort of niche is female owned businesses. Um, and, you know, I think there's a lot of people or companies that are sort of afraid to find that niche because they want to cater to so many people, but I think it's so important in the branding process. And can you just maybe talk a little bit about this and why that is crucial for business is finding that niche and it's not actually closing, closing off the doors. It's actually opening up a lot more. A lot of branding goes down to kind of what I was saying before is that like, you know, who is that dream client that you have in mind and you know, whether it's a, a, for, I mean, for us, it happened to be women-led businesses, but, you know, whether it's just business owners in general or specific types of businesses, whether it's brick and mortar or online services or anything like that, like you need to figure out who that is, because if you're just creating content and you're just creating this brand without having a person in mind, you're not going to be as successful as you could be. Um, and I think that, you know, like I said, like, that's just a crucial step that should never be missed. You should always know who your target audience is. And I think a lot of people traditionally focus on that in terms of a lot more of like marketing strategy, you know, like where, where is our customer? Like what platforms do they use? And that's important as well. But, you know, what are they connecting to? What do they want to see? What are the emotions that they like to have? Like all of those things play a huge role in your branding and in your, in your larger strategies for marketing and operations and business. And, you know, it, it just translates throughout your entire company. Your target audience is probably one of the most important factors that you need to figure out when you're starting, starting a business. Yes, definitely. I definitely agree. And, you know, speaking of very important parts and, you know, starting your business, do you have any sort of key piece of advice for business owners that maybe they should be keeping in mind when they are creating that brand in the beginning? Yeah, I mean, other than, I mean, this kind of, I guess, ties into a little bit of, you know, making sure that you are focusing on your target market, but, or your target audience, but 
if you don't feel connected to your brand, your audience won't either. Like you need your people to feel something and whether it's when they come to your website or walk into your store or like even actually meeting you in person, you have to figure out what you want people to feel and whatever that feeling is needs to literally be all over your brand. I think another little thing is like, don't try to fit your entire brand into your logo. Like messy isn't cute. (laughs) Um, One of my favorite branding people of all time always says, your brand is not your logo. Uh, And I couldn't agree more. Um, Like your logo should play with your brand, but it's not everything. Yes, absolutely. I think that's a really great point. And, um, you know, like you said, it's definitely something a lot of people maybe put into, but I think it's, it's great to remember sort of the messaging behind that. And, you know, that sort of leads into my next question is what do you find to be sort of the biggest obstacle for business when businesses, when they are trying to create that brand? There's a a couple of things, I guess. So I think for me, one thing is just recognizing the importance of branding and brand strategy and, you know, not just the design elements of it. You know, a lot of people, when they're starting their own business, maybe, you know, you don't have the skills to, to do that. And that's why there's agencies and, and you know, companies like Lunar & Co um, that are there to help you and support you through that transition. Um, but, you know, a lot of people, I think, because they don't necessarily have the skills or fully understand it, that it is sometimes a, a step that gets skipped. Um, and so even whether, you know, just educate yourself so much on branding and brand strategy, I think in terms of, you know, and that's just for creating a brand. I think one of the biggest obstacles for a lot of businesses that I find when people are trying to grow a brand is just consistency. Um, consistency is super duper key. Like whether uh, kind of like what I said before, whether people are going to your website, walking into your store, meeting you in person, like it, everything needs to be consistent. Like your website needs to look like your business cards, your business cards need to look like your social media, like everything just needs to be consistent so that there's no interruption. Everybody knows what your brand is, that feeling and that emotion that you're trying to evoke is literally everywhere. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. I definitely agree. I think, you know, that again, it ties back into what you said about how your brand sort of is your overall business. And I think that's so critical to keep that consistency. So people, when people see it, they know that that's you. Um, Mm -hmm. And then, you know, also, I guess with other challenges, has there been any challenges that you've had to overcome with your own business, you know, starting it up these past two months or something that, you've um, come across and, you know, what did you do during these times to overcome that challenge? Yeah. I mean, I think there's, I think there's been quite a bit, you know, in my personal life and in my professional life, Um, you know, starting a business is just in general challenging. I'm someone who, you know, like I said before, I'm very task oriented, more creative. Um, So for example, like finances have never been something that I've really even especially managing finances for a business that has, you know, multiple people working for it. I've never had to do that before. Um, You know, and it really takes a lot of, I guess, kind of, it's a very humbling experience to basically admit that these are challenges for you. 
Um, but you know, these are the types of things that I always, you know, find are really great growth opportunities. Um, so, you know, I'm huge on education. So I sign up for a lot of educational stuff, whether it's to do with finances, you know, structuring for client onboarding, like email marketing, all that kind of stuff. Like there's always more to learn and it's always just good to like give yourself a bit of a, of a, of a refresher. Um, so I would say that those are probably some of the challenges that I've had. And, you know, that's kind of what I've done during those times is just kind of give myself room to be okay with not having the answer and looking for other, looking to other places for those answers. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think that's, I agree. That's so important. And, you know, like you said, there is a lot of resources out there that can help with almost anything that you want to know. So I think that's a great way to go at it is, you know, educating yourself on those. And, um, you know, a lot of it is, you know, learning as you go with a business um, when it is starting out. And, you know, speaking of launching your business, and it was two months ago, so this actually happened right during the pandemic. Um, what was this experience like for you? I mean, terrifying, obviously. <laughs> you know, I was really worried about the fact that, you know, a lot of businesses and a lot of small businesses, a lot of the smaller businesses that, I mean, we're currently working with, I was really worried that people weren't going to have, you know, marketing budgets to be able to hire agencies and creatives and, and, you know, focus on this kind of stuff. Um, but it's actually been a little bit different. I've been finding that a lot of people and, you know, a lot of the larger companies that we're even working with, you know, they're basically looking to outsource some of their marketing so that they don't need to hire someone else on, uh, to participate in, in their marketing cycle. So, you know, we do have a very wide range of of clients in that way. Um, and I think that it's, it's been kind of cool to be honest, because a lot of the clients that we do have has all just been from like word of mouth. Um, you know, we've had success with, with one client, they recommend us to another client. And a lot of our newer clients are actually people that are just getting into entrepreneurship themselves. Um, so it's kind of been like a bit of an educational process for all of us, um, which has been really awesome, honestly. Yeah, I think that's a really great way to look at it. And I'm glad that, you know, that's the route that it ended up taking and that you've been able to, you know, find those new entrepreneurs as well and help, you know, elevate their brands. Um, and, you know, with that too, on the flip side of it is, has there sort of been one big success moment that really comes to mind that you'd like to share um, since launching your business? Yeah, uh, I think there's actually a couple basically day one, like the day after our launch, um, basically one of the most like recognizable businesses in my hometown of Wallsburg reached out and asked us to do a full rebrand, a full website and development and social media work with them. And that was pretty huge. Like it's, you know, a business that everyone that I grew up with knows. Uh, it's, it's run by a family friend of mine and it just basically said that like, you know, gave me reassurance, like this is going to be okay. And then I think probably the second one, I actually just got nominated or Lunar & Co. just got nominated for uh, Young Professional of the Year in uh, Wallaceburg, Ontario. And um, with the uh, Wallaceburg Chamber of Commerce, which is pretty exciting. And the, the reward ceremony is on November 5th on one of the local radio stations. 
And uh, I was in the local paper, and I don't think I've ever been in the local paper. <laughs> so it was kind of exciting and, and fun and just, you know, a, a little bit of some, some recognition. And recognition always feels great no matter where it comes from. Wow. Yeah, that is very exciting. And congratulations on the nomination. And that's, that's so <laughs> exciting um, for coming up. And yeah, that, that'll be great. And, you know, also, I guess, with starting your business to, um, you know, looking back, is there sort of one thing that you would tell yourself when you were starting your business, or maybe something you tell someone else who might be thinking of starting a business right now? Absolutely. I think it was actually Sylvia Plath who, it, who said, the worst enemy to creativity is self-doubt. And I think that self-doubt is something that you just automatically have the minute that you have the idea to start your own business and throughout the entire process. I don't know if it's going to be something that ever really goes away, but I think you just have to constantly remind yourself, you know who you are, you know what your skills are. And basically, like, you're the only one that can drive this ship home at the end of the day. I actually saw this quote on Instagram the other day, and I actually screenshotted it and made it my phone background just for, like, a daily reminder that, like, I got this. And it said, the comeback is always better than the setback. And it just, I felt that one deep. (laughs) Uh, And, you know, I just felt like, you know, putting it, it's something that like, I want to continually remind myself, like whatever setbacks happen, whether it's, you know, personal, professional, whatever it is, like, I'm going to do it. Like, this is me. Like I got this. Yes. I I love that. And I love, I love that quote too. And um, Mm -hmm. I think that, you know, that resonates with a lot of people. And so I think that's just a great, you know, great reminder to, Keep, keep in mind. And do you have any final thoughts for our listeners that you'd like to share today? I think just, you know, if you're thinking about starting your own business and you do start to second guess yourself, people do it every day. And it's, it is as hard as it looks and it's not as hard as it looks. Um, you know, you just have to believe in yourself and believe in what you're doing. And you know, and don't forget branding. Branding is the most important part. <laughs> um, you know, and if if it's not a skill that you have, it's completely okay to, you know, talk to somebody else or, you know, hire somebody else to to help you get your brand and your business to where you want it to be, to help you, you know, create that dream company and make your dream come true. Yes, absolutely. I think that's that's a great note to sort of end off with. But um, would you also just like to let our listeners know where they can find your business online? Yes, absolutely. You can find Lunar & Co. Uh, on our website is lunarandco.com. Uh, you can also find us on Instagram, Facebook, and LinkedIn. We're pretty easy to find. Uh, and, you know, feel free to message us and let us know how you like this podcast. Thanks for listening to Made It Happen Podcast, the podcast highlighting female entrepreneurs. Make sure you subscribe to the channel, leave a review, and I'll see you next week.